video games were made to be played. Don't play yours? We know some people who will. We are Get Well Gamers, a charity who take your unwanted video games and consoles to give to children's hospitals and wards across the UK. Donating is super easy. Just head over to our website, getwellgamers.org.uk, to fill out our online donation form. You've played the hero, now be the hero. And welcome to another episode of the Pure Dead Gaming Podcast. Jess, Craig and Andy here to talk about games. Games we've played, games we're excited about, all the latest gaming news, games that you can get a platinum trophy or achievement in, Craig. Yep. We'll also review this week's movie pick and run through the bin nominations. If you enjoy the episode, then please do consider subscribing as it helps support us. And if you want to rep the brand, you can also get your very own Pure Dead Gaming t-shirt. I'll leave a link in the description. Me and Craig are both wearing ours tonight. Not that anyone can see in a podcast, but you know. I just like to turn Andy on. Mm-hmm. I've also got my cock out. Oh, wait, come on. Let's not start on a... A bum note. Yes. I was going to say on a massive high. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but fuck the two of you. How are we both? Well, oh, not as good as I was two great, minutes ago. Uh, great, no. It's fucking Put bu- that away. It's fucking buzzing now. I'm like, what's the fucking point? What's the point in getting excited and getting ready? <laughs> what was the point in cleaning my cock? <laughs> exactly, Andy. Exactly. <laughs> My shower for the week ruined. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's like no. That's actually not even a joke. Probably will be doing to one shower a week to fucking keep the cost down. Or yeah, that's true. Get get a bucket and just fucking boil the kettle. Keep recycling it. Mm-hmm. What Recycle. a grim start to a podcast. Jesus Christ! What's everything up to? Cheerful. Nothing. Nothing as usual. Working away. Making the pennies. That are going to get ripped right out of your cold, dead hands. Well, hopefully if Liz Truss uh, suspends the energy bills, I'll, I'll take that. I think she'd need to figure out how to use a keyboard first, but hopefully. Have you seen that video of Liz Truss? I'm sure you have. The one where she's talking about pork, pork markets and stuff like that. Oh, Next I- week, I'll be in China opening up pork markets. <laughs> And then she just like stands for like 30 seconds, which 30 seconds doesn't sound a lot, but when you're like doing a speech and you're just standing there smiling, that's a long time. Aye. Yeah. It's awkward as fuck. The only, so the only thing I've ever seen of her was like this sort of two minute super cut of like all the right. stupid things she'd done and it was quite frightening. Aye. <laughs> it was quite frightening. Anyway... Speaking of quite frightening, I waited till we got on the podcast to ask you about this. You had a... Will you marry me? You had a run-in with a right mentor today. Oh, my God. Yeah, I went to the shops at lunchtime um, to stock up on my Aldi protein puddings. and Your Aldi what? Protein puddings. Protein puddings, okay. Yeah, high protein, low calories. That's what you need. Maximum flavour. Yes. Um, 
because I can't straighten my arms today. I don't know if you've noticed that since you came, but I can, that's as far as I can straighten my arms because oh, working out? I've got serious doms yeah, today. Yeah, she'll get quite big arms, I know. Well, I think they're actually swollen because... Guess <laughs> <laughs> what's out? Um, yeah, anyway. Um, she was pushing a buggy, and at first glance, you go, all right, somebody with a buggy, fine. Mm-hmm. Um, this baby was not real. Right. It was one of these, I think they're called reborn dolls. Like an animatronic thing? They're like, they're, they're, it's a doll basically, but it's been made to look very, very realistic. Yeah. Um, and like to the point where like, you know, they're weighted more than, you know, your average off the shelf. And they'll cry if you don't feed them. I don't know if they cry. I don't know if they cry, but um, yeah, she was just pushing this up this baby around and but and i don't know there was just something just wrong about it yeah um and i feel like she did try to say something to me but i just walked on and put kept my head down because i'm like Mm -hmm. i don't want to engage with this which is really bad did she look like a mentor yeah because i asked jess to get a picture of this (laughs) because i thought it was hilarious and the picture you got i just saw the fake baby but it's interesting you say that because it looked like a real baby yeah and i thought have you mistaken a real baby for a no, fake baby? No, no way, no way. Um, I don't know. Because mm. you get those kind of fake ones that are to help people train for the real thing, where if you don't feed it or you if you leave it face down on the couch, it will start, like it will recognise that and, and you can plug it into a computer and somebody can assess yeah. the damage you've done to yeah. it. Yeah. So if you leave it fucking face down, it will basically smother itself and then it will be like, yeah, you killed the baby at one o'clock when you left it <laughs> face down on the couch. I'm sure that was a thing at school, like that they uh, were di- they were dished out at school, and you had to like yeah, certain people right. took them home and girls probably. Well, yeah. Um... Uh, oh, I never got one. I'd have been up for that. I'd have I'd have roasted the challenge. You still you still did was... you keep your tamagotchi alive? Uh huh. I never. You used to always see those, like on TV shows and stuff like that, be like, oh, you have to look after this fucking bit of flour for like a week, and it would come back and it would have like oh, fucking bandages all over it. Or the sellotape to fuck. <laughs> Can't remember, there's loads of different shows where it was like a big fucking five kilos of mm. flour or something that you had to look after for a week, and it would be punctured within about 30 seconds. Um, yeah, so that was my experience of the day. Lovely. I don't think I've had any. I've not had any incidents. No incidents with Greg's or anything like that at all? No. Have I been alright? Have I been behaving? Behaving. I love how you have to actually ask me, have I been behaving? Have I behaved in Greg's? Sometimes things happen and I'm like, oh, that was weeks ago. It turns out it was four days ago and stuff like that. But no, I think I have been. One really disappointing thing, though, just when you mentioned food, there, I was running late today at lunchtime and I was like, right, I need to get some food. So I stopped by McDonald's and they fucking changed their menu. Oh, no. Yeah. What do you mean? How, how have they changed their menu? So, like, I'm not a massive McDonald's fan. Me neither. I like their breakfasts. Aye, their breakfast's actually not bad. Yeah, um, I don't like anything else. But, like, so they'd always, I mean, this wouldn't obviously affect you being a cheese Nazi, but they always do <laughs> mm-hmm. some sort of cheese accompaniment. So, most of the time, it's mozzarella sticks. And they taste right. like fucking cardboard. They're not nice, oh, right? right okay. But then at other times, it's cheese balls or it's mozzarella dippers. They're both really nice. But mm-hmm. recently, they've been doing halloumi fries, which right. have been excellent. They're fucking gone. 
and uh-huh. the mozzarella sticks are back, the fucking cardboard. And at the same time, they've also got rid of the fraps, ice fraps. Yeah. Both gone. Well, that's maybe a summer thing. We're now September. That's what Aye. happens. That's basically what it's been. I didn't put this in the news, but this might interest you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I figured out that I was looking it up to try and figure out when the year's exclusivity would be up on uh, Deathloop, and it's oh. ne- it's next Wednesday. Oh, it's going to be on Game Pass. Well, we don't know. So I knew I was trying. To, I was thinking about Deathloop the other day, and I feel like it's just going to probably shadow drop on Game Pass because I'm pretty sure. I don't know this for certain, but I'm pretty sure that the deal would have been it can't launch for a year, but mm-hmm. you probably can't publicize it before a year either. Right. So it came out on the 14th of September. Gosh, it doesn't feel like that it was a year ago. Jesus, I know. Does it? Like... No. But I, so it was a year ago oh. on Wednesday next week. Okay. And so at that point, they can either shadow drop it or they can start advertising it's coming to Game Pass. So there's every chance they'll just bring it straight on. It'll just be, just by the way, yeah. aye. We'll keep an eye out. Then. Either that or they hold it and it's maybe one of the flagship games for October, like mm-hmm. on Game Pass or something like that, but I would imagine you're going to get it really, really soon. That'd be cool. Uh, like I say, it's not exactly news just now because it's just me pulling it out of my arse, uh-huh. but it's it's almost certainly going to happen and it's well worth playing if anybody hasn't played it. For sure. Mm-hmm. Not. FIFA wouldn't be on Game Pass, will it? No. No, no I have to buy that. That's one I don't mind buying, though, to be fair. You get... Um, it will come to EA Play in like March next year, mm. uh, which is part of Game Pass. But I, you're not going to wait that long, are you? I'm going to wait fucking nine months or whatever. No, but aye, it's out in the thirtieth. Not long for that either. Three weeks okay. on. In fact, it'll be. It'll be well. That's thing. I was three weeks. confused because they have so many different release dates for like, if you pre-order, and then if you buy this package, it's like five <laughs> days early, and you're like, "Fuck's sake, when's it actual?" <laughs> When's the actual release date? The 10-hour trial starts on... 30th. No, the game comes out on the 30th, but the 10-hour trial starts on the 27th. So that will be two weeks on Tuesday. So not long. Not long. I'm not hearing hearing particularly good things, though, which is concerning. Mm. Although, well, I'm hearing good and bad things. So like one of the negatives I heard was that it's slower. Which to me, brilliant. That's, that's what I want. Thing, like to yeah. me, that's a plus. But apparently, this new shot type thing is just. Mm. Folk aren't liking it. I. They always fix it. They always patch it and refine it. Yeah, it's supposed to be like a very arcadey thing. It's like a hard to pull off shot, but when you do it, like it's pretty much an instant goal. Mm. Like no matter yeah. where you do it from, but they'll, like they'll fix it. Aye, and I remember when they had something similar to that before, and you could go into the settings and turn it off. Remember when they brought in that mad dribbling thing as well and you could turn uh, it on or off? So I'm hoping they do something like that. Uh, you can usually then just get tailor your game style to what you, you kind of want. Yeah, that's the good. hope. That's the hope. But yeah, what's everyone been playing? Just Guardians again. That's what I was playing today. Still enjoying? I still just make my way through it. It's a good. good game. What about you, Jess? You've been busy playing? A little bit, yeah. Um, so Disney Dreamlight Valley came out on this week. Um, it dropped on Game Pass, yes. but I think it. I know it's the one we've all been know, waiting for. Like it yes. says, like it's early access, but I don't know. 
Just well, just because they're adding to it, like there's probably a lot more coming to it. Yeah, because the... I mean, I suppose with Disney, there's so many characters you can then expand. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I don't know how how to sort of describe it. I'd probably say it's like a hybrid between like a kind of life sim and then adventure game, and it's kind of rich with quests, exploration, and activities featuring obviously all Disney characters. Lots of Animal Crossing elements, I would say. Oh, um, so, I'm out. <laughs> um, yeah, stuff like kind of construction, like so you've got a house that you can upgrade and do your wallpaper the way you want it and collect bits of furniture, <laughs> lots of outfits you can collect. There's resources to collect. You need to go fishing. You need to, you know, plant some seeds and grow carrots that you then make recipes with and stuff mm. like that. So, yeah, a lot of... Animal Crossing vibes to the point where there's Donald Duck um, in his shop. He's he's like the Tom Nook. Uh, he's like the Tom Nook of the town. Right. Um, although I'm surprised it's not Scrooge McDuck because he's yeah. the one that would you know maybe maybe it's like a twist later on that yeah. he's been controlled by Scrooge. Maybe. Or maybe um, he turns into Scrooge McDuck when you give him enough money. I don't know, but he's obviously got the the shop and he, there's like new items in it every day. Obviously, so they're looking for that replayability type thing. Yeah. Um, I saw. So our daughter was playing it as well, and she was like, "Dad, Dad, look, you've got to see this." And she went to like Moana's World. Is there loads of different ones like that? Yeah. So there's. I've not unlocked an awful lot yet because I have been playing it with her, which means it's been much slower paced mm. than I would have liked. Um, <laughs> So yeah, I, b- I believe that like I've kind of got into the castle, and then there's loads of doors that I think lead to different realms. Um, so we've only unlocked one so far. See, that will be the early access bit. I bet they're planning to add like loads. Yeah. Be, like the Toy Story world, yeah, the fucking Cars so. world. The... I think so. Yeah, that's all I know about Disney, but. <laughs> Um, I'm sure there's more. Yeah, I worry that it could. There's get, a few more. <laughs> it could get a bit like see me after a while, though. Uh, like you're, you're repeatedly, you know, going to somebody. They're like, oh, go get mm. me this. You know, it's that. Kind like of, we said last week, repetitive. Yeah, um, but I don't know. For for certainly our five year old, like she's enjoying it. It is one of the kind of games, though, similar to Animal Crossing, and there's quite a lot of text dialogue that mm. is a little bit unnecessary. Um, also, she's not. I mean, she can read, but very, you know. Five-year-old reading. She get bored after a while, kind of reading. It, well, she just doesn't know what to do. That's the thing. Uh, like she's quite happy running about, meeting the different characters. But yeah, to kind of progress, you need to read a little bit. So it's the kind of thing. You know, if you do have kids, they will enjoy it. But mm-hmm. you'll need to be there to sort of prompt and tell them what to do. I guess. I uh, kind of guide them a yeah. little bit. Games like this should have a mode where they remove the dialogue like that. Like, see if it's stuff like the only way you can get a quest is by going up, reading the text, and then selecting yes. Like you're then making that right that's a game for seven year olds and over whereas it doesn't have to be do you know what i mean and because they have like put some voice acting in so i'm like why could they not have just voice acted a a little bit more so that yeah there is that mode enabled um but yeah it's been good like i'll probably keep playing it to be honest because i kind of want it's that kind of hook where you want to unlock more stuff and yeah (laughs) um get more outfits and you know and it's on game pass it's on game pass at the moment yeah yep also on Game Pass is Tinykin, um, which is a 3D puzzle platformer where you play as a little astronaut called Milo. Um, this looks quite cool. Yeah, it is. It's a lot of fun so far. It, you're like you're tiny, as the name sort of suggests, and you've I, th- I can't really remember the story. I think you've crash landed back on Earth, and you're trying to I don't know some solve some sort of mystery in a house that you're in. But it gave me a lot of 
it takes two vibes. I think Alex had kind of mentioned this on last week's Afterlife podcast, hadn't right. he? Um, it's you know you're in a so it's like a kind of honey I shrunk the kids sort of thing. Yeah, but the, the whole setting's like yeah, right, okay. Um, so classic from yeah, so like I was like inside a piano, like collecting stuff, and oh, right. the the tiny can um, are little little blobs, I guess I would call them, that are like even smaller than your character, and there's different colours that exist and they each have different abilities so there's like it's a bit like pikmin back on the nintendo mm. when you had to like gather all the wee guys and they could do different things yeah it's so like, it's all, like almost like an expanded version of lemmings although lemmings didn't have different types of people mm. um so yeah that there's like the purple guys can like lift stuff up and carry things for you um there's like red ones that like are like bombs basically you can throw at stuff to you know progress further so you're basically murdering these wee guys a little bit, yeah. Because I was, I kept wondering, like, because the purple ones, like, they just come running back to you after they've done the movement, whereas the red ones kept disappearing, and it took me a while to realize. I'm like, why have I got no red ones left? But oh, I'm like, it's because I'm actually killing them as I <laughs> bomb them. But yeah, it's good fun. Um, I think it's kind of like set in like nineties because all this kind of stuff around was quite retro, like. Right. Okay. Um, Toy Story Five. Yeah, like I had to like find a CD and then then I moved the CD and put that in the. Like DVD player? No, not a DVD player. A CD. Oh, like a music CD. Yeah. All right. Like a hi-fi system. All right. Okay. Um. <laughs> so yeah, it was it's good fun so far. I'll definitely keep at it. I'm only a couple levels in, but yeah, enjoying it. Cool. And then, as part of Game Club, we are doing The Last of Us this month, which I've also been playing. Um, the first one. Last of Us Part 1, which obviously has been... Uh, Remastered. Remade from the remade. ground up, apparently. This is the thing, this yeah. Is very, this so is very, very controversial. It's been very divided, this one, um, since Naughty Dog revealed it. Obviously, the game remake carries a £70 price tag, which we've spoke about before. Uh, it came out 2013 on PlayStation 3, can get remastered on PlayStation 4 Aye, in I 2014. And now it's been remade on PS5. Ah. So yeah. does it look a lot... Be- I mean, it looked good anyway. It looks shit hot, to yeah, be fair. it right. does. It does look shit hot. Um, and I don't know, I think that the, the kind of conversation about pricing is obviously definitely warranted, but I just, I think it's important to, like, not undermine what The Last of Us is. Like, it is a complete remake, mm-hmm. and... Like there was someone who'd like for instance Andy, there was someone who posted uh, Chris on our Discord who posted a video or linked to a video from someone else. And you know remember you could get bottles and you could throw them at the enemies. Aye. So he the guy had thrown a bottle at an enemy and then went into photo mode right as he'd done it. So, or sorry, straight after, and mm-hmm. there's bits of glass stuck inside the guy's cheek and oh, stuff like wow. that. Like that's a ridiculous level of detail. That's Do you know what mean. I mean? Aye, that's mental. I mean, Sorry, it, Justin, it's, yeah. No, it's fine. It's just I don't know. For me, like I did, I didn't play the remake. I just played along with you in 2013. The remaster. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Need a fucking flowchart to keep up. <laughs> no. Um. Yeah. So I haven't played it since 2013. So it's hard in some respects to kind of compare back then. I think the problem is as well that see when you play a game in 2013. You're playing it with 2013 eyes, so you're going. This when you played that game in 2013, yeah. you think, "Holy fuck, that looked amazing!" Yeah. And in your head, even now, 
like last week before you played the remake, you're thinking back to Last of Us and going, yeah, I remember Last of Us, it looked amazing. So then when you play this here and it looks amazing, you're like, well, it always looked amazing. Yeah, and I'm you don't at, really... I'm looking at pictures and it, it looks... Like comparison pictures, it looks fucking insane. Oh, it's, it is. Yeah. yeah, it is. I mean, the level design is obviously the same, but like every structure, every bit of debris, every bit of trash on the ground, destruction, puddles like materials, art, textures, like everything has been remade in such just, I don't know, it's just phenomenal what they've done. Just mad detail. Yeah. Like you say, like, I don't know, the character, like models, the level of detail in them. just So, I don't know, just the, I feel like it's the motion aspect is just pulls you in so much more because you Mm. really see that detail in their face. Yeah. Like their expressions and everything. It's just, it's a fucking brilliant game, yeah. isn't it? Mm. Oh, it's probably my favourite game ever. Ah, it's a good game. Um, and they've sort of they've went back and sort of retconned like Ellie a little bit, so she looks older I in see, this. And know that Lassie Tess. Ah, she looks well older. She looks so yeah. much yeah. different. Yeah, looks like a different actor. Yeah. Aye. So they they have changed it quite a bit. Like, yeah. um, I think just there was certain things maybe that didn't sort of line up with how young Ellie was in the first one so then going back and making her just seem like a little bit more like the character model mm-hmm. from the second one mm-hmm. then does uh, it does fit a little bit mm-hmm. but you're, you're enjoying it so far? Yeah, absolutely um, How far are you? Eh uh, past, past Bill's Town if you remember that bit Oh yeah um, yeah. I totally fucking forgot though, like all the booby traps he set up, and mm-hmm. then even when Joel's like, "Oh, like saying to Ellie, oh, watch out," and then in two seconds I just walk into it. I'm like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I like because there's loads of lines <laughs> like with the wires, sh- wires uh-huh. across, um, yeah, and so. then you fucking alert all the, yeah. and they start running. Yeah. Yes. I hate the bit where you're upside down. It's so fucking hard mm. to aim, yeah. and you've got to get their heads. Oh, nah, it man. just goes again. But it's a good, it's a good bit of the game though, because you are like your heart starts going. Yeah. Aye, but it's fucking annoying though. Yeah, I'll always remember that bit for like on the remaster. I played it on the hardest difficulty to get the platinum and right. see that bit on the hardest so difficulty. Hard. Fuck me. <laughs> Aye, it's. I remember it just been it almost like Brutal. controller breaking and fury, and like you had <laughs> you had to be perfect. There was no room for error yeah. at all. And like I say, it was quite jarring trying to do it. Um, yeah, I've, I've watched you playing it. I, I honestly don't know what it is. Like, I, watching you play it has made me less want to play it less. Like, I think it's because I played you did play it, it recently. recently yeah. yeah, I think it's just because of that. Like, don't be wrong, it looks superb. It looks like it runs superb. I did pick up the controller for like a wee minute just after you'd saved it just mm-hmm. to get an idea for like how smooth the movement was and stuff. And it's honestly, it's incredible. Like, see, if you were in the mood for playing The Last of Us, fucking right. Like that's what you would mm. want to play, but I I think just because I played it recently, it just I I want to be like I could play it just now and I'd be like I would I'm sure I would enjoy it like I say it's probably my favorite game ever but like I feel like I want to wait until I'm like really in the mood for a a run yeah. of it like it's yeah. a game I've completed probably five six times and um, yeah we did it a couple of months ago so I just not the time yet for me but be good that it's there when it is. I'm still annoyed that they fucking spent all their time making this instead of making something new, but yeah. hey ho. Uh, but then it's a there's a new generation of people Aye. that can play it now. That's yeah, so, and then it's like it's got the synergy with the show and stuff would, like that as like, well. As a, as a business, would you know why to like capitalize on a game that's critically acclaimed that you've made 
spruce it up and then be able to make money from it again. Mm. Something you've already made. Yeah. Or make something for total scratch, like you're saying. Oh, obviously, I'd fans... Rather, I would have rather The Last of Us 3. I mean, I'm, I, I know I'm that would have taken a lot fans, longer than that's this. That's what we want. Yeah. As, a, as a studio, them making a business decision. Yeah. It's better for them to just go, just remake that from the ground up. It's probably not that hard to do. And they've got all the infrastructure there, and then they can capitalise on a proper they've already got, you know what yeah. I mean? And a new generation of players can play it, and then they'll probably want to buy the second one. It's going to be interesting to see. Like we don't have proper numbers yet. Like there, there was there was a few sort of things that came out, like suggesting that it has sold pretty softly. But how much <sighs> is it though? Seventy quid. That's why. That's a lot of money. These oh, it, days. it should. It, Probably shouldn't it be seventy quid, but no, it shouldn't be seventy. Quid. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Aye, but is there anything it comes with anything at all? Like some collector stuff or anything? No, just remade without the multiplayer as well. It does have the left behind DLC. Oh, I don't care if the multi the multiplayer is fucking shit. I... No, the multiplayer was brilliant in last time. No, I don't like multiplayer. I was cleaning up. Um, I was sorting out cupboards the other day, and I found a Last of Us plectrum. Yeah, we did get extra stuff. I think that came with The Last of Us Part 2. I play. Oh, I suppose he plays the guitar, or she plays the guitar. Yeah. That's where that's from. Did we get that from Sony, or...? I have no idea. Because I think we got a t-shirt and a plectrum. <laughs> I can't remember if that was... Guitar? I can't, I, exactly, I, I can't remember if that was from Sony, or if we bought it or not. No idea. But there was something we have, no, we was want a, a Last of Us plectrum. That's yeah. the, the least I could have done this time, for 70 quid. Well, yeah, if you are playing along also then do come join our Discord and head over to the Game Club channel where we've been discussing it each week and we've got like sort of target points to get to and then we'll talk about that part on a Sunday night. Yep. Uh, I have been play- playing and finished. I can't remember if I had I finished Saints Row when we recorded last week. I don't think I had. No. But I have now finished it. I think I finished actually the day after we recorded last week. And you've week. had a groundbreaking change of, of thought and it's now wonderful. Well, I don't want to say too much because the review will be up by the time this goes live. Uh, it's it's good. It is good. It's overall disappointing. I was expecting more. Mm. Like, I don't know. It's not as good a game as Saints Row 3 Remastered. And, like, that came out initially in, like, 20... 11 and then was remastered in 2019 or something like that like it shouldn't be a worse game mm. do you know what I mean like for fuck's sake uh, but it is aye there's just there's loads of repetitiveness in it and loads of it's just quite bland like it's good I had a good time with it it's mm. I'm giving it a 7 out of 10 which is good but I just I don't know I thought this was going to be like a next generation Saints Row. I was looking for like, we're fucking going to be waiting until, we're going to be lucky to be alive by the time the next Grand Theft Auto comes out, you know what I mean? Like, we're all <laughs> fucking idiots, we'll all be dead by then. 2026 or something like that. Like, that's way beyond my life expectancy. And I was expecting this to like, not be GTA, but to be a next gen open world, big city, and it's not, it's a last gen game. Just expecting more for it. Aye, so playing that and like I say, read the review, gives a click. Uh, I've also been playing Destroy All Humans 2 again. It's really good. Like, it's better than Saints Row. <laughs> it's really fun. It's just a remaster, obviously, of a game or a remake or whatever, but it's really funny. Like, the humour in it's really good. It looks really nice. The weapons are really fun. 
it's a really good game and it's better priced. It's not a full price release as well, which is cool. So I'd recommend taking a look at that. I have a review up for that later in the week. And then you forgot we've actually been playing I'm Immortality. Which is really good. So the people that made Telling Lies, and it's quite similar. It's like an FMV game. Telling lies, telling speaking lies. I knew that would say. Aye, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's a lot like Telling Lies. It's really, it's cool so far. We're not really that sure what's going on. So that's like a, the point, though, yeah, isn't it? So it's like an FMV game, and what it starts off where you see a scene, and they've made it look all like as if it's from the what forties, fifties. It looks like old footage, but obviously it's not. And it's a woman on the set of like a late night t- American TV show, uh, like Saturday Night Live mm-hmm. kind of thing. And she's been interviewed. And then so you can scrub through the footage and you can select certain, like you can select her and then it'll bring up another video from the archives that includes her. And the mm-hmm. more you p- fan out with these videos, you start to get new characters and you're trying to solve a mystery. But you don't know until you get a certain amount in the what the mystery is you're trying to solve. Hmm. So far, we figured out that somebody's died, but we don't know if it's like there's nefarious means behind it or what. What's this called? Immortality. Um, it got really. I mean, it was getting perfect scores all over the shop. Immortality, it's, but somebody's did. Yep. Well, that's the thing you don't know yet. Yeah, don't know. So its Metacritic scores are ninety. It's got a higher Metacritic score than the Last of Us remake. <laughs> so it's it's doing it's the sixth highest reviewed game this year, and that includes a PC release of God of War Where's, in there. Is this exclusive to a certain console? At the moment, it is exclusive to Xbox and PC, and oh, it's on Game Pass. It's on Game Pass. Aye. Immortality. Yeah, we look. It's really different. Like I say, it's. I've never played one of these FMV games. Yeah, is this a good one to start? You think? Yeah, you would need to give give it an hour. I would say because see, ten minutes in, you might be like, "What the fuck is going on here?" Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. but it, once the more it starts to open up, yeah, definitely, mm-hmm. I, I really do. I think a lot of people would enjoy it. It's a very for people who have played Telling Lies. It is a very similar sort of structure. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm really enjoying it so far. We've not been able, we've not had any time to get back to it. Uh, I think we played about an hour of it after recording, straight after recording last week, and then we've not had a chance to go back to it once. So we'll and need to get on football it. Football and all sorts of hockey pioneer nights. All so. sorts of nonsense. But yeah, no, it's it's really good. So looking forward to playing more of that. Mm-hmm. So before we move on to the news, are you going to be um, are you going to be get, writing a message in a bomb? Writing a message on a bomb. Yeah, this is a fucking weird, yes. weird thing. So I saw this on Twitter the other day. Or, well, was it last week? Um, I'm not meaning to have a go at them, right? Because I know one of the guys that does the PR, he listens to this podcast. Um, but Frog Whales, the people that make the Sherlock Holmes games, right. uh, they are Ukrainian. And as a... So they was had a Kickstarter, I think we spoke about it a few weeks ago, for like a, to remake a Sherlock Holmes game, which Kickstarter did brilliantly, went really well. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> they decided to do an extra thing where they sent out a tweet about the Kickstarter, and if you liked and retweeted the tweet, you would be entered into a prize draw, and mm-hmm. three people would be drawn, and they would be able to write their message on a bomb that would then be used to fling at the Russians. Holy fuck. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Picture there. Is that the... Okay. That's about... So, 
It's a bit much. I mean, I get right. it. I get it. There's, there is a good guy and a bad guy here, but at the same point, there's a lot of the Russians that aren't necessarily want to be there either. <laughs> like, it's a bit... No. I don't know if we should be auctioning off as to put, like, Craig Love's Jess on a bomb to then fucking... <laughs> Why is that the suggestion you <laughs> just gave up with? I don't know what it would be, but you know what I mean? Celtic 4 Rangers nil wrote in a bomb, kick it oh down the road, God. kick it down the road to the Germans, you know what I mean? Like... The Germans... <laughs> The Germans, the Russians, Jesus. I'm trying to bomb their own country. <laughs> Start an international well, incident here. <laughs> Poor Germany. What have they ever done? <laughs> I apologise for my country's actions, John Sewar. <laughs> but yeah, no, like I say, I, I, I know somebody that's potentially involved in it, so... But it's still, it's it's a bit strange. Yeah. It's, oh, I don't me, know, I don't I'll know. Leave that alone. I, I would have put that back to the drawing board, perhaps. <laughs> but uh, the sentiment is there, so <laughs> uh, support the next Sherlock Holmes game. <laughs> Before we move on to the news, we, got, we did get one question in um, from Matt, who says, this is from an episode of Sacred Symbols recently, but I wanted to hear the Pure Dead Gaming team's answer. If you had to live the rest of your lives inside a video game, which would you choose? Standard rules from that game apply and you have no special powers or abilities. Hmm. Maybe so you... leisure suit Larry. He's <laughs> <laughs> come out shagging all day. <laughs> <laughs> well, he doesn't... Oh, you wouldn't be him. Aye. Because if you were him, know. you would get absolutely nothing. What it says does that you're... he no shagging it? He's always trying to get his hole, but he can't. Because ah. he's a wee pimply guy. But um, ah, it says, so I think it's just like, if you could live inside a video game, standard rules apply and you've got no special powers or abilities. Ah, so maybe you are the main character, but ah, you couldn't, if, so if you chose Infamous, you wouldn't have Cole's special abilities, that kind of thing. That's the point, you would just, yeah. you would just live in the world. Right, okay. Uh, Try to think. I know. That's the thing, like, see from this year, like, a lot of people would be like, oh, Elden Ring looked really nice, but then you'd be like, you'd get into the world and you'd be like, this place looks really oh, boom, and then somebody fucking, fucking thumps uh, you from behind and you're dead inside steals 30 all seconds. Your, steals all your fucking backpack and that, where <laughs> you're stuck in it. I'm trying to think of somewhere I couldn't die. Is there any fucking worlds made of, like, clouds and flowers? <laughs> well, you don't die. Uh, WWE. I mean, I'd be there if that meant I'd get closer to the rock. Ah, you would die. You'd be under the ring like a right creep. <laughs> GTA? You'd be dead in about 10 minutes. But then maybe you don't... That's the thing. Are you there for a good time or a long time? Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, do you just want to go... Fuck it, cool call, call of Duty. Call of Duty. I'll have a great 10 minutes and then I'll go out on a bang. Or do you want somewhere that you can live out the rest of your days? Mm-hmm. Or is it like... Is it properly just like the world... As it's built, so if GTA, for example, you're like, right, I'm away home, and you get to your door, and it's like, doesn't it open because there's nothing, in- <laughs> there's nothing inside Aye. it. You know what I mean? There's, on- like- there's only fucking five buildings in the whole world that open up. So everybody's, exactly. everybody's trying to sleep in the one place. You've got to get there at six o'clock at night so to get a bed. To, you've got to sleep in the hospital. Aye. I saw a cool video recently, actually, and it was like real life places that obviously GT was modelled on and it, it oh. had like a, it was like a guy standing there in front of like the buildings that are in the game and it showed the comparison. It was just really cool. Like yeah, I don't know, I didn't obviously get it from somewhere don't Yeah, they? but somebody's they've... obviously went around and took uh, mm-hmm. yeah. photos of places. Yeah. Um so it's quite cool. I'll, I'll drop a link if I can find it. I'm really glad that we managed to bring up GTA. I mean 
Yeah. But uh, what would my answer be? I'd quite like Uncharted if I could go, you know, treasure hunting with Drake. I bet you would. That would be fun. So far she said WWE and Uncharted. (laughs) Jess is out here trying to get her hole and all. (laughs) (laughs) Unbelievable. I'm supposed to be marrying this. Um, I do really like playing football. So if I went into the world of FIFA, I could just play football all day. And at the end of the game, my stamina would come back up and I could just play again. <laughs> yes, that's a good question. Actually, it's hard to think offhand. Will we ever think about it and give answers next week? Yeah, maybe. I'll uh, do that. Right. We'll have a think about it. Because it is quite a hard one to think right off the cuff, but I think if you have a week, you'll come up with a couple of good ones. Yeah, right. send us your answers as well, listeners. Yep. I would like to know some suggestions. Uh, okay, then. News. News, news. I was believing the news. We are bringing you the news. With your digging team. I was believing. Although before the actual news, Call of Duty. What's the chat on that? Uh, yeah, so it's just the Sony and uh, Microsoft thing. Uh, they're still bickering back and forth about the Activision deal. Uh, I think there's something to do with like the UK Watchdog has now like raised concerns about Microsoft buying Activision. But it's all just I can't. I didn't put it in the news story because I can't be fucked talking about it anymore. Yeah, like it's, it's all see all this stuff. It's all just like roadblocks in the way. Like the deal's going to go through. It's mm-hmm. for, there's too many people that are going to get too rich off this, so it's going to go through. But there's going to be roadblocks now. It's probably going to delay it a wee bit. Makes uh, Sony are pissed off. They're saying that it's not fair. But it's not fair. They're going to have to just fucking deal with. Okay, first up on this week's news then, Ubisoft will apparently announce multiple Assassin's Creed games during the Ubisoft Forward Showcase this weekend. According to a Bloomberg article, everything revolves around Assassin's Creed Infinity. Infinity? 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 What's that word, please? I can't Infinity. see it. Infinity? Infinity, right. Sorry, it's You've just done an extra enemy. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me again. Infinity. <laughs> Assassin's Creed Infinity. Infinity. Well, a lot of eyes in it. I'll give you that. Okay. The live service umbrella, which will cover multiple games across different points in history. In- <laughs> Infinity. <laughs> Infinity's first two games are apparently codenamed. This news article is going to take for fucking Infinity. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the first two games are apparently codenamed Red and Neo, or Hex. The former is reportedly set in Japan, where the latter takes place during the witch trials of Holy Roman Empire. Before this, though, the next Assassin's Creed game named Mirage will be set in Baghdad and will feature crowds of people on its mm. streets for the first time since the widely, since the widely panned Paris set Unity. Leaked details for this one includes the fact that Baghdad will be divided into four separate zones, each with a boss to defeat, but also be surrounded by a desert area, oasis and rivers. Mirage is set to take the Assassin's Creed series back to its roots for a smaller stealth-focused entry 
Yes, good. This latest leak suggests throwing knives will return a staple in early entries as well as rooftop hiding places. Mm, cool. It's infinity again. I'm quite, I'm really quite uh, interested. Like, I've not played an Assassin's Creed game in a while. Which aye, is well, good. It's been ages, aye. It's, it's, we're, that, we're ready for it now. Exactly. You need that respite. Every year. It's not good every year. Aye. You know, I just it's too much. You get desensitized to it, mm. and then it just becomes blah. You know what I mean? Well, Valhalla was what November twenty twenty, and this next one, Mirage, isn't going to be till twenty twenty three. So that's a good gap. And the fact that it's going back to like a smaller setting, yeah, more I like stealth. That. I like the sound of that. It's everything about that game sounds fucking excellent. The, yeah. the rooftop hiding spots, like that, was like such a staple of the early games. Like, yeah, it feels as if they kind of got away from this, like the stealthy part of Assassin's Creed. Yeah, but it, I mean? as soon as it turned into an RPG, it became much I more know. combat focused. But I, I, I love that. But mm-hmm. I know you love stealth. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. If we go back to that, I'd be, I'll be, who, who are we kidding? I'll be playing it anyway. Nah, Assassin's yeah. Creed game, everybody yeah. plays them. <laughs> yeah, we'll be body pin it regardless, yeah. but I know that Mirage sounds fucking brilliant. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it. So that Ubisoft Forward event is on at 8 o'clock on Saturday. Uh, they're going to show some of it, you think? Apparently they're going to show all three of these games. Um, I think what? initially Mirage was meant to come out. It's never been announced, but it was mm. apparently scheduled initially for 2022, and it's now been bumped. But how are these eight games coming out quite soon after each other? Or are they? So I think, I mean, we'll not know till Saturday, or maybe even beyond that. But uh, it looks like Mirage was, as I say, was supposed to come out like fall this year, but then was pushed back. So it's maybe you're talking. I mean, hopefully, maybe like April or something like that next year, right. and then later on down the line, that Assassin's Creed. Infinity, Infinity. Uh, is going to be almost like a, an Assassin's Creed hub, and then there's going to be like massive mm. DLCs that will almost be like full games that will ah, come out that will right. be connected in that. Okay. So I think Infinity is going to be almost like free, but then right. you'll pay for like oh it's twenty quid for this campaign, twenty quid for that campaign, which right could be alright. The worry is if there's loads of fucking oh here pay a fiver for this fucking dagger and. See the bit I didn't like about Valhalla I didn't really experience it too much Because I do a lot of side stuff mm-hmm. But you couldn't take part in certain main missions Until yes. you were a certain level And then that just could, Like if you just want to play the main story You should be able to just play the main story Aye. Without having to grind mm-hmm. for hours on end Just to get your guy to level Aye. Like a fucking... Stupid number just so you can play the main mission. I totally agree. Like that. And that's maybe a concern that with this Infinity, it could be like you either grind for fucking 10 hours so that you're able to take part in this main mission, or yeah. you can pay a fiver and we'll boost you. Because there was an Assassin's Creed Should game, I, and I'm, right. I'd need to go back to which one it was. It was either Origins or Odyssey. I think it was Odyssey. And I got a code for that game. But they also gave me a code for this piece of like DLC, and what it meant was everything I did in the game, I got double XP, mm-hmm. and so I leveled up faster. Yeah. And I was like, ah, I'm not, because then I didn't experience the grind of having to yeah. get to a certain level to then do the next mission. 
and they did that. I'm pretty sure they sent that to all reviewers, and it was like you're not. See, so you're reviewing the game, and then people were coming along going, "This is fucking shit. I'm I'm expected to buy this," and you were like, "It was almost like they blindsided you." But then that didn't happen with Valhalla, so hopefully they've learned a lesson. But we'll find out more on Saturday. Yes. Next up, screenshots claiming to be from an internal pitch demo of the rumoured Silent Hill 2 remake have leaked, showing main characters James Sunderland from a camera perspective reminiscent of Resident Evil 2 and the classic nurse enemy. Whilst very bloody, prominent leaker Dusk Golem has said, quote, These are from an internal pitch demo from Bloomberg before they got greenlit, so it's literally a no-budget proof-of-concept thing. This isn't actually what the final game looks like. Website VGC then states its own sources can corroborate these claims, and furthermore, it says the remake will be a timed PlayStation exclusive along with a PC release. I can't I was even... not really a big fan of Silent Hill franchise. I thought it was alright. I'm sure 2 is the best one. I could just be making that up at my ass. Mm. It's definitely 1 or 2, but it feels like we've spoken about Silent Hill about 50 times this year. Like, there's rumours about... I think there's supposed to be three games in development, but they still haven't even fucking shown off one of them. Mm. But it's similar to, like, that thing with Metal Gear. Like, remember how there was rumours that they were remaking Metal Gear Solid 3? Right. You're like... I mean, I love Metal Gear Solid 3, Sneaky. and I, from from memory, I really like Silent Hill 2. But to me, there's something weird about remaking Silent Hill 2 and not remaking Silent Hill 1. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like when, and with Metal yeah. Gear, if they are remaking Snake Eater, like, remake Metal Gear 1 first. Mm. Why are we getting a remake of, like, the third game? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And that, maybe that's not what's happening, and maybe this will turn out as Silent Hill 1 or something like that, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, Surely, fuck, we've got to find out soon, but... Hmm. Okay, so next up, Cyberpunk 2077 Update 1.6, where we're at now, is out on PS5 and PS4, and it's pretty hefty, weighing in at 11.9 gigabytes. Dubbed the Edge Runners update, it ties in neatly to the upcoming Cyberpunk Edge Runners Netflix anime, adding weapons and armour from the show. But that's not all. 1.6 also brings welcome additions and improvements to the game, including transmog system, which lets you wear whatever outfit you want without the clothes and armour impacting your stats. This one's been a much requested feature since the launch almost two years ago. And this all came during a Night City Wire broadcast where they also teased the 1.7 patch, which will feature a complete overhaul to 2077's police system, which has been a point of criticism ever since the game launched in December 2020. Vehicle-to-vehicle combat will also be getting reworked. It's practically non-existent right now. And melee gameplay is being adjusted to improve the flow. Consider us intrigued. We'll no doubt hear more about this feature update. future update in the Months to come, with Cyberpunk's 2077 first expansion, Phantom Liberty, set for next year. This patch will presumably drop ahead of the DLC itself. I think it's I've seen today that my Cyberpunk was updating or something. Mm-hmm. It will be, aye. I like the... Because they've done that with Assassin's Creed as well, where you could just, like, the gear that you wore, so you could put together a cool outfit. Aye. Rather than being like, right, I want, I don't want, I'm wearing all this stuff that doesn't go together because the stats are high on yeah. it. Yeah. But you could, I like that idea. 
Aye. where you can it doesn't match what you're wearing to the yeah. start kind of thing because that, that was like exactly what you said with Assassin's Creed that was me I think it was Odyssey and like the outfits that I liked were all mm. like gave you fuck all like ev- yeah. so every outfit you wore would give you like plus five attack or plus whatever Aye. but like the ones that were the best looked fucking ridiculous so you had mm. to like go right is this going to be so hard that I need to look like a fucking idiot while I take on this guy or can I make it harder for myself and get some cool threads and still manage to do it because I don't like wearing a, I don't like wearing helmets and stuff yes but you could wear a helmet and it could be like it's not there aye you know what I mean I, I like, like that yeah definitely fair, fair fucks them by the way they're they're still doing a lot of work in cyberpunk yeah. like they have said this is going to be the last update that they'll will include like PS4 and Xbox One. Like from now on, every update is only coming to Xbox Series, PlayStation Five, PC. Right. So they've they've had to leave the rest of it behind, which is fair enough. It's two years after launch. They have got it in a playable I state. Uh, well, December twenty twenty. I mean, it's mm. coming up in two years. They're obviously satisfied they've got it to a level that is playable. Then, if they yeah. are gonna, yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, I mean, I don't know. It would have been so easy for them to like with the disaster that it was at launch, get it to a point where they're like, right, it's acceptable now, fucking let's move on. Mm-hmm. But they are clearly, I mean, that big expansion's still coming. Like, everyone's moaned from day one about the police because they would just, like, appear out of nowhere and then if you drove away, they basically didn't chase you. Yeah, Whereas, the police are pretty much non-existent yeah, in the game. Aye, so it's pretty pointless. So the fact that they're going to completely rework mm-hmm. that is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so I fair fucks them for mm-hmm. continuing on with it. Okay, next up, we're heading to Twitter. We have a misjudged Twitter post from Striking Distant Studios founder Glenn Schofield, and it was deleted after it was criticised for appearing to glorify crunch. The former EA and Activision man, whose team is currently working to wrap up survival horror The Callisto Protocol, ahead of its 2nd of December launch, said that, quote, We are working six to seven days a week, Exhaustion, tired, COVID, but we're working. He continued, 12 to 15 hour days, this is gaming, hard work. Lunch, dinner, working, you do it because you love it. I've uh, seen trailers of that on my Instagram. Mm-hmm. It looked quite good. I got like, oh, it Dead Space brilliant. vibes. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's tw- it's, well, it's the guy that made Dead Space. Yeah. Oh, right, cool. Nah, um, I mean, it's, it's it completely cool. Dead Space, aye. Yeah, it looks cool. Yeah, the game looks fucking excellent, but like I've been saying since day one that it's getting delayed, and this pretty much confirms to me it's getting delayed. Hmm. If they're three months out and they're having to... I mean, you always have to crunch, but it sounds like they're really going to the wire with it. Yeah. Like we've always said before, like in America, or just in games in general, if you've got a game coming out, you want it out before Black Friday. So see if you've gave your game a December release date, mm-hmm. there's a fucking good reason for it. And I think it's because they were like, we want it out in 2022 because they want it out before the Dead Space remake that's coming out in January. Mm-hmm. And so they're yeah, like, December... Capitalising that market. Aye, so they're like, December is pretty much the last date we can get it. So we'll hold it till then because that gives us as much time as possible to hopefully get it done. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's a fucking chance they're getting it done. I really hope they do because it looks fucking amazing. But it does. It does look good. I would be... St- Stunned if it's not delayed. Mm. Yeah, sucks to be the folk making that if that's what they're going through, though. 
Yeah, they, there was also there was a thing on Tech Radar the other day, and it, the guy was there was a guy that works on the game, and he said that the animation and the graphics on characters' faces is the best ever seen in a game. Mm. Which is a big fucking claim. Yeah. James wrote in as well and said, um, I know this makes me a bad person, but I'm no gain a fuck about crunch. I just want Callisto Protocol, anyone else in the same boat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Can't say that, but yes. Geez it. Okay, so First Contact Entertainment has announced it's developing a sequel to PSVR game Firewall Zero Hour. Called Firewall Ultra, it's being made exclusively for PSVR 2 and will take advantage of every feature the headset has. Running at 4K resolution and using HDR, it'll have 110 degree frame of view, eye tracking, finger touch detection, foveated? What does that mean? Foveated rendering. I don't know. Okay. Short load times and support for the adaptive triggers and haptic feedback. Over on the PlayStation blog, it's confirmed a sequel will run on dedicated servers and also include a separate PvE experience. Many of the maps from the first game will be returning, but they've been touched up with new areas and textures. There will also be new locations and contractors, but it wouldn't be a firewall game without the weaponry and equipment, which also feature a much deeper level of customization. And Firewall Ultra will then be supported after launch with new characters, maps, and weapons. So, yeah. The first game was fucking awesome. Like, I hate, I don't hate, I don't like online first-person shooters. Like, I'll play Call of Duty for a day. You're similar. Like, it's, you mm. play it for a little bit, but you can't fucking keep going with them. No. But see uh, Firewall in VR, it was fucking amazing. I think, see, because... It was actually like playing paintball. Like, <laughs> oh, these wee wankers that are really good with a controller just weren't as good. Do you know what I mean? Because right. there was, you had to actually physically do it. Uh, and it was a fucking brilliant game. They, I mean, they've, they've literally like, uh, had 10 seasons worth of content for it. Like they've cut, they've just kept adding content, doing different stuff. Like they've supported it so well. And, the only things that drew it back was the controllers were shite and the field of view, the distance, like the draw distance was bad. But on this new one, it should be fucking brilliant. That'll be like a must buy. Okay, if you say so, Craig. Okay, wrap up time for just a few other bits of news. So Supermassive's next mainline game, Outside of the Dark Pictures series, is apparently in active development, with studio director Will Biles stating that while horror will be the focus, they may move away from teen horror. He also estimated that 2025-2026 for release, so while for that one. Game Informer has new gameplay for upcoming God of War Ragnarok that you can check out at your leisure. High on Life developer Mickey Spano has stated that one of the big reasons for the game's delay was to avoid big releases like God of War, Call of Duty and any other something of something games. It will now release on December 13th. And um, we have eight new games coming to Game Pass between now and September 15th, possibly Deathloop as well, as Craig mentioned though. Eight, um, Disney Dreamlight Valley, Opus Magnum, Train Sim World 3, Ashes of Singularity, DC League of Super Pets, You Suck at Parking. What is that? Mm. It's like a wee, it's like a wee uh, isometric game where you've got to like it's like a puzzle and you've got to get to the parking space. Okay. Oh my god, you suck. At parking. 
Do you think he was? Do you think Jess was just hurling abuse at you there? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, two more as well Despot Scheme and Metal Hellsinger also if you own Biomutant on PS4 or Xbox One a free current gen upgrade is out now which offers 4K 60fps and more and lastly Nintendo announced that there's a special Switch OLED Pokemon edition coming out on November 4th so it's to sort of tie in with the Pokemon Scarlet and Violet Games that are coming out in just November, I think as well. Ah, but, same day, I think. Yeah, but in brackets, sold separately. Mm-hmm, of course, <laughs> Couldn't give the console and the fucking game away, that'd be mad. <laughs> Nintendo, shadow wanks. You realise we'll have to buy it though? Just do not let the boys see the fucking Switch. I'm not buying another Switch because it's got a Pokemon on it. Like, we need... <laughs> I, I don't know how you do this, but like, you, you, there should be... I mean, you can buy a cover. You can buy a Pokemon cover. Aye, but, right. I know, but it won't. Do you know what you should be able to do, right? See, as a parent, you should be able to go in, see all the adverts that are going to come up on kids' YouTube videos and stuff like that and be like, tick the ones you don't want, mm. right? Because I don't want him fucking seeing an advert for that Switch. Because he'll want it. And well, just let him know he can get it. But I'd rather, just, I'd rather just hide it from him. Right, fair Rather than break his soul. Like, it's like, see when we all... got a Switch, is it not? Aye, but it'll want one with a Pokemon on it. Oh, fucking hell. I know. <laughs> Just draw, like, draw the shittest Pokemon on it. The thing is, he's good at drawing, he could draw it on himself. But it's it's like, see, remember when we were young and you get the Argos catalogue and you were like, fucking... Yeah, you circled everything. Aye. It's, it would be the equivalent of, like, your parent being able to go in and go, I'll fucking rip out the page with the wrestling figures, that'll save me a bit of money. <laughs> oh, it, was the, it was the action men I always remember. <laughs> The action men spread over two pages and I circled everything. <laughs> I just want this page. Not realising the concept of money. Aye. <laughs> and I used to get my little sister's Barbie and like, uh, I would like, my action men would save the day. And, like, <laughs> she had like, I remember she had this car, like it was like a Ferrari kind of like Barbie car. So like, I'd have a big action scene and then they would drive away in the Ferrari car together. <laughs> Brilliant. Just Brilliant a, times. Just as well nobody saw you playing with those Barbies, you'd have lost about two fingers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's all for this week's news then. Time for Get in the Bin. Johnny, did you put out the bin? I did, yeah, I did. Get your little wheelie bin and push all of your rubbish in. You better hurry, don't be late. The zone be outside of your gate. Are the bin men coming? Are the bin men coming? As the cry of every woman, will the bin men come today? Okay, first up, Craig, do you want to share your nominations this week? Oh, I wonder. <laughs> right, don't, well. Don't see it. Please don't see it. The heat. Summer, whatever you're going to see again, aye. Oh, that's definitely a nomination. It's oh, a standing nomination. Off. No, I won't fuck off. But, aye. It ha- right, I'm going to put my hand up there and say like it has been too hot recently. Fucking right. I'm done. It's September. Like I want, yeah, I want the some... leaves falling from the trees. I want I want to be able to put a, a scarf on. I'm, I'm ready for that. I'm slowly breaking news. The heat can fuck right off. It has right been off. too warm. But Craig, oh, you man. have to remember you're part of the problem with all your consumption. Oh, don't start. That's Here we go. <laughs> Fucking hell, man. <laughs> yep. Your consumption. That's just right. Move on. Let's go. 
Right, my other nomination this week is traffic appearing out of nowhere when you get to a junction. I'm fucking sick of this, right? So you're driving down the street and you're coming to like a T-junction and the whole time you're driving down, there's not a single fucking car coming for the left or the right and you're pulling up. As soon as you fucking get there, it's pandemonium. Like mm. the fucking... It's like they've all just spawned in like a video game. Like It's like it's fucking GTA 3 and they only spawn in when you get close. It's doing my fucking tits and it happens all the time and it's a conspiracy against me and I'm sick of it. That. Fucking fucking streaming show. Like. Aye, that's what I think it is. Sometimes this happens and I'm like, somebody's having a laugh at this. Somebody's controlling this and they're having a laugh. In case I don't see it, good morning, good evening and good night. Yep. And they're also, they're in charge of the summer as well. Mm. So maybe the people who are controlling all this should go in the bin. Mm-hmm. But, right. but probably what else we got? What else we got, Jess? Um, so I missed these two last week because um, they came in quite late. So Alan says having to cut finger and toenails. I just I think the task in itself he does not like because it's a bit mings and I quite like yeah. doing it. Gives me a sense of accomplishment. <laughs> Like I've done something productive. No. Have you, do you do you you've not got a toenail, have you, on one of your feet? On my on both feet. I don't no, have a big. You had anger on toenails when you were younger, didn't you? I got them from playing football. I had to get them both yeah. burned out at the same I'm, fucking time. I think I'm starting to get an anger on toenail on my left one. Is it just mm. going to start happening? Well, I got it I, from football, and then. It just wouldn't go away, and usually yeah. you can go to like a chiropractor; they'll cut it out, and yeah. it's fucking sore, like Guy really fuck. Is it? I don't know. <laughs> I, I just, I just remember it being really fucking sore, like because yeah. what they do is they like they like get a thing and they like wedge it up your nail, and then they crack it, and then they pull it out because a lot of time it's actually grown in there, not yeah. there, and I so that, aye, that just, right, aye, aye, and it's it fucking hurts. But right. I get it done like three or four times and it just grew straight back. Right. And so I then you have to go to like the hospital and they like put a needle into the bone there and there, which is, I mean, I'm fine with needles. It was fucking sore. Mm. Uh, and then after that, they basically wedge something right up the nail and then pull the whole thing off. And it's just like a mess of like blood. And then they have to... You have to ba- rebandage it every day for about but six weeks. Is it like a relief after you go it out? Like- oh, it feels great now. Aye. Aye. I mean, it would have just kept happening. Like it would yeah. just have kept happening. Um, but I was told so it started happening because of football. But I was also told that like my work supply steel toe cap boots. Yeah, that's and they, I mean, they supply really fucking cheap ones. Mm-hmm. And when I went up to the hospital, they were like, "Do you wear steel toe cap boots?" And oh, I was yeah, like, "Footwears." Yeah, and uh-huh. she was like, "That's what's caused that." Right. So mm. interesting, but yeah, I was off work for like six weeks because I got both feet done at the same time. Oh fucking hell! Hobbling about, ah, it was fucking unpleasant. Mm-hmm. Jess had to mother me that. It seemed that seems like a while. stupid thing to do. I actually do them both at the same time because mm. surely you were going to have an issue walking, and they do both of them. I could, you could still walk. It was uncomfortable to walk, right. but I. But it was. I, I always remember it because uh, when I'd went in. For like the sort of like, I mean, it's not like full surgery, but like mm-hmm. it was like pre-surgery or whatever. And they were like, um, I said, how long will I be off work for this? And they were like, oh, two or three days. I was like, all right, cool. So I took a couple of days holiday. Uh-huh. I think I got it done in like the Wednesdays. So I took the Wednesday, Thursday, Friday off. And so this woman had fucking mutilated my foot. 
And um, I was like, right, so off for a couple of days and then would I be able to go back to work on Monday then? Is that all right? And the woman was like, are you fucking kidding? Like, you can't work for about six weeks after this. Six weeks? And I was like, oh, right. <laughs> so I had to go back and phone my boss and be like, by the way, uh, I'm going in the sick. <laughs> and even then I was off for like, what, six, seven weeks? And the first day I went back, I had a night shift. And by the next morning, I was in so much pain I had to go to the hospital because my foot had sweated just a little bit and it had completely like uh what do you call it infected infected my foot oh. and it was agony yeah and then there's another part of that story which you maybe forgot so you had to go and i think pick up a prescription for either more painkillers or something to do with your toes yes that's right you returned to the car put your car key in the car and it got stuck no what happened was i went to I picked up the prescription, went back to the car, looked down, and I had the round bit of the key that you hold, Mm -hmm. but the actual key wasn't on the end of it. And I was like, where the fuck's my key? (laughs) (laughs) And like, because I just went to pick up a prescription, I didn't have a wallet on me, I had nothing. Uh, So I had to walk two miles home. Where was the key? In the car? It snapped off at some point. And I I didn't know where. It was in the door lock, was it not? I think it might have been in the ignition or something like that. I'm not sure. But uh, I saw a couple places it would be the ignition or the lock. So I had to walk home two two miles. It took me, honestly, about two and a half hours to walk home. By the time Mm. I got home, I took my shoes off. Like my both my both my uh, socks Mm. were just drenched in blood. I had to take them off and just fling the socks because they were like you could squeak, you could wring them out with the blood. It was fucking agony. No. I don't even think I had my phone on me. Like, I think I'd just... Because I couldn't even... Like, I wasn't able to phone anybody or phone a taxi or fuck off. You, you thought you were just popping out to get a quick yeah. description. And so I had to walk up the road and I, oh, it was, that was a bad day. That, so, that fucking day can get in the bin. <laughs> so this guy who doesn't like trimming his nails... Yeah. Think of what Craig's been through. It's Alan Stewart. Is it Alan Stewart? <laughs> Well, Alan, think of what Craig has had to deal with and you're fucking worrying about just trimming them. You know what I mean? So Yeah, there was also a conversation beyond that nomination about sniffing toenails and oh, some oh, other I missed words. that, guys. Yeah, so, but I'm not going to go into it because, yeah, no. Because that's just like pure sweat, yes, me. Yeah. Oh, that's minging, man. No. Next up, Ewan, he has nominated Seagulls, which I can't... Have we had this before? Seagulls. Maybe know. they had a shout of cunts. I feel like I've moaned about them before. Um, yeah. Because... The fuckers. It, yeah. And recently on our, like, Facebook, like, um, what do you call it? Like, community page that we have. I don't know if most towns have this, like, a little Facebook group for where you live. But um, a comment was made... To basically say stop feeding seagulls, and yeah. then there was like a whole. It, yeah. I was just there for the comments because folk were arguing back and forth, mm-hmm. and because one woman was clearly feeding the seagulls, and our neighbour was like raging about it, and ah. yeah, it was, it was entertaining for the comments. But yeah, yeah. it's true. Like you it just, feed them. yeah, it just encourages them to be yeah aggressive, horrible. They go after the yeah. In my work, they go after the rabbits. Mm. So the the when the rabbits are because the rabbits obviously have a mating season. So when they do, and the little baby rabbits come out, the seagulls go for the wee baby That's ones. Horrible. And there's been a couple of times where I've seen it happening, and it's just fucking soul destroying because I mm. can't do anything about it. Mm. I've tried like there was ones where I tried. I, I seen a seagull sneaking up behind a rabbit once, 
and I was driving round to my work and I tried to stop and get out of the car. Sneak and, up on and the bird. <laughs> but people beeped the horn at me. Oh no. <laughs> so I was like, oh fuck, fuck off guys. So I like slammed the door and then I fucking went right like like too fast round the, the Asda bit. Mm-hmm. And nearly broke my fucking axle in the big speed bump as you go into Asda. Bang right up to the hedge that's kind of behind my work. Mm-hmm. And I, I jumped out of the car and I looped over the, the hedge and uh, like ran right up behind the seagull and tried to kick it. And then it <laughs> flew away. <laughs> <laughs> it flew away because it was still it was still doing 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 doing. I mean, it was like, kind of like that right behind the wee rabbit. The wee rabbit was totally oblivious. It's just just eating, and then I went to try and kick it, and the seagull flew away. And this wee rabbit still just eating the grass. And I'm like, you wee fucker! I just went through hell to save your life, and you're totally oblivious to it. <laughs> There was a few weeks ago as well, we went um, and got a chippy and went and sat down the beach when it was like a, a nice night and um, we were sat on a bench um, and I was opposite Nathan and all of a sudden a seagull just came like right behind him, like flapping, oh, like aye, aye. as if it swooped down to come and take our food. That's a hang brave. Yeah. And you were like, my first re- reaction was to just fucking punch it. Because <laughs> what it did was it came down and it just hovered, like hovered right, yeah. like right at eye level. And like Nathan was next to me and he was shiting himself, and I nearly just fucking hooked it. <laughs> That's because people throw them chips, though. Aye. Yeah. So they see the chips and they go, "Oh, we're allowed them." Yeah. And Aye. then they'll come down and fucking do all that shit. At one of the buildings at my work. Uh, there's a nest of seagulls and I've been pecked in the head. Like sometimes like when you go to go in the building because they think you you're... Sweep, ah, they they down and yeah. it, the fucking thing got me. I don't know if it was its claw or if it was its beak but it yeah, got me in the it, head. They feel as if you're like, if you're anywhere near that they feel as if you're going for their babies. Aye, which is fair enough but mm-hmm. like and you're not allowed to move them and stuff like that but uh, aye, so the thing got me in the head and it wasn't that sore but I get inside and I was like that and fucking bleeding. Like, ah, yeah, fucking, fucking bastard. I know. Crazy. Just yeah. before we go into the next couple of nominations, Andy, I know you don't usually have a nomination, but you might, you might, you might this week. Oh, Jesus. Because <laughs> Liverpool are being pumped 4 what 1. What's wrong with them, the news? I don't know, they were 4 0 down. Fucking hell. 47 minutes, 4 0 Napoli, and they'd missed a penalty. So it could have been 5. And their main strikers went off hands up. Brilliant. There you go, football can get in the bin, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Donny, his nomination is when you're at the airport security and your bag goes through the machine and your tray goes out the other side and it's on a conveyor belt, see the people who stand at the belt dressing themselves, holding everyone else up instead mm. of taking their tray to the tables, he wants them in the bin. That is annoying. I've not been in an airport for a while, but I there's always the fault. It doesn't happen enough for it to annoy me. Aye, that's true. But aye, if you, if you were flying a lot, I fucking... Yeah. There's, there's dedicated, like, tables yeah. to do that mm-hmm. so. Aye, the whole the whole flying concept annoys me like I hate I, I'm not I'm fine with being in the air I'm not scared of flying but see the hassle and having to deal with Aye. the queues and folk are just generally assholes well, like that gets folk, me folk that annoy me is when they hold people up yes. and they're oblivious to Aye, it that's what he's saying basically and the one that really annoys me is it's usually old women and they'll say they'll Sexist. get like on the bus right They've been waiting for the bus for 20 minutes. Hmm. So they had the opportunity to get their wee card out and have it ready Aye. in their hand to go, Sandgate driver, 
beep, Aye. sit down. But no, they wait till they're on the bus and then they go, oh, I'll just get my car out driver. I'll Aye. get it out. Oh, I'm in the wrong bag <laughs> and then they get the fucking other bag out and they're looking through that and it's like why were you not prepared Aye. I'm always prepared I've always get like there you go mate bang boom done not like wait till you're there and then go alright oh, uh, my wallet my wallet Oh, it's, it's in my other bag. You know, fucking hell. That See, the next time you're at a bus stop, you should fucking have a line-up and be like, are you ready? Are you ready? Hoy, Get your pass See you. Love. You're at least 60. I know you're not ready. Be ready. Get your pass out. Fucker. Mm-hmm. I'm nominating that, actually. Speaking of lengthy waits, Ryan has nominated Star Citizen. The game has been in development for about 15 years. <laughs> So, <laughs> fifteen about time then. Yeah, the, uh, I think it was initially announced October eighteenth, two thousand and twelve, through a successful Kickstarter campaign, which drew in like two million dollars. I think pre-production started in twenty ten, um, and then production started in twenty eleven. But we've had zilch. Since. How pissed off would you be if you donated? Quite well, that's a good the bit thing. I think there's quite nah. a lot of legal issues that have now arisen because yeah. it's taken so long. Like lots of people have asked for refunds, and, and like, you're within your right after yeah, fifteen years. Yeah, so, but you can't get a refund because it was used to help develop the game, yeah, so they don't so, have the money. Um, <laughs> yeah, I do think there's various legal issues, which has certainly stolen it. But yeah, come on to fuck, like what he's doing. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so that's us for this week. What do we think? Is bin worthy? Seagulls. Seagulls are bin worthy. People holding up other people are bin worthy. The heat's bin worthy. <laughs> Maybe part of the Truman Show is bin worthy. It's a strong week. <laughs> I'll I'll leave it to you guys. What do you think? Seagulls. Seagulls for me as well, but I do fear putting them in the bin. Like that's where they hover around. Like you know. <laughs> I feel like me and Ryan are getting a bum deal. Mm-hmm. Aye, I'll go with seagulls. seagulls. I, 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 it made me draw blood. Not many, not many people have achieved that. <laughs> seagulls getting bin, getting a fucking bin, getting thy bin. And speaking of of bins, Craig, pure dead platinum time. Oh yeah! What the fuck was that? That was the intro. It's a pure dead platinum. That was horrible. Flat. It was uncomfortable. It was. <laughs> That's what I was going for. It's actually a Pure Dead 1000G. Ooh. It might be a Pure Dead Platinum as well. I'm not sure. Um, the publisher got in contact with us and uh, asked us to cover the game. So it's out on really. Uh, so it's out on Friday, uh, which means I don't actually have the price because it's not out yet. But the game is called Castle Walker, and it is a 2D side scroller. Uh, where you have to take out various dragon type individuals. It's pretty easy. <laughs> I mean, you've, you're talking. Is that what you were playing? Aye, uh, you have to get up to like this first end of the first boss. And then by that point, the only thing you'll be missing is killing a hundred enemies. Uh, everything comes naturally. You're talking about using a couple of potions, killing a hundred enemies, killing a boss, getting to the second level. You can do it in roughly ten minutes. It's actually quite fun. It's the type of game where there's that line again. <laughs> I know. I feel like I should drop the actually and just it's quite fun. Like it's the type of game where you will get people that are going to play beyond the the thousand G. Beyond. Like it's not a terrible game. It's quite fun. Um. But I, I can't say too much because, like, I'm going to put up a video on uh, the YouTube's. 
uh, on Friday once it launches, so you can get an idea. But yeah, Platinum 10 Minutes, 2 out of 10 difficulty. I guess it'll be about 3, 4 quid. I don't think it'll be more than that. And uh, yeah, worth checking out. There was also, though, remember how I was giving, giving big licks to Froggo? Yes. Which was like, a, it was like Frogger, mm. but took about a minute. Mm-hmm. Well, Froggo 2 oh. is on the scene, and it also takes a minute. Not two minutes. I was about to say the same. Well, we, we just want to double the length yeah. because it's the sequel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, no. <laughs> you do have to collect more uh, apples than the last time. Or strawberries, I think it was. You have to collect more of them this I think time. It was strawberries and we established that frogs do not eat strawberries. Yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> see, I've never seen a frog eat no. a strawberry. No. So you have to collect more strawberries, but there's more of them about, so it doesn't take any longer. But it's worth it for the quid or whatever it costs, yeah. Andy. That's what it's about. Mm-hmm. So pure dead platinum. Slash 1000G. Confirmed. Confirmed. Thanks. Time for movie section. So this week oh, we sorry. we returned to 1986 thanks to Andy's recommendation for Flight of the mm-hmm. Navigator. And I apologise. So it wasn't that bad. <laughs> it was. See, to be honest, like I'm not massive into like space stuff, as you know. It's and not so really space. Um, no, I know, but like I don't know, fucking saucers and shit. Um, so <laughs> I'm the one to find saucers. It wasn't as bad as I was expecting. Yeah, brief synopsis if you haven't watched it and are going to listen to this section, and I don't want you to be lost. So, in 1978, a boy travels eight years into the future and has an adventure with an intelligent, wisecracking alien ship. So, yeah, he basically falls into a hole very early in the film and then wakes up again and it's like eight years later his parents are older his brother's older the world has progressed he has not mm-hmm. um, the alien ship is going about different planets taking samples of life mm-hmm. from these planets mm-hmm. and what happens is the ship's going about doing all that taking years to do it and what's supposed to happen is once he gets all the information from the animals and studies them He's supposed to go back in time and put them back to where they were mm-hmm. so that nothing changes for them. But because it's a human, it's supposed to be harder to go back in time and he might melt his mind. Yeah. So that's why he chose not to go back and that's why he ends up in the future by eight years. Uh, it's I, an interesting premise. I, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest, I watched this a lot when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Um I just have a lot of nostalgia for it, but I was saying to you earlier, I just remember there been a lot more adventure in it. Like, I, in my mind, it was the, they went to different planets and met all these different fucking animals, and all that really happened in was... Reality, it was a shelf. <laughs> it was a shelf. <laughs> a shelf. We like, two levels of wee, tiny animatronic <laughs> animals in, like, a five-minute scene, and then I was like, is, is that... Uh, and I was like thinking, but in my head they went to all these planets and fucking met all these things. Yeah, you were merging it with like another film or something. Yeah. I don't know. But the wee thing was cute that he got the wee animal. Yeah, the and he's got it at the end. Animal. Aye. Yeah, definitely. Funny. So yeah, I've got a few notes down about this. Like, granted it was 1986. Mm-hmm. It was a different world. This was the... F- oh, sorry, on you go. Uh, I'm just... I'm going to put a... 
potential offensiveness of warning here. <laughs> but right near the beginning, so you've got the, the boy who's the main character, mm-hmm. and then you've got the boy who's his wee brother who's eight years old. And yeah. And that wee boy that's eight years old says, that dog will never catch a frisbee. And the main guy says, don't call him dumb. And the wee eight-year-old goes, how about retarded? And I was like, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) It's fucking definitely 1986. Because that would fucking not fly today. An eight-year-old. And it was just like said totally off the cuff. I was like, fucking hell, man. Sign of the times. There were some classic like 80s like music like at the yeah. start when the dogs are like grabbing the frisbees, yeah. uh, like some sort of frisbee, dog frisbee competition. Is uh, that a thing? It was like <laughs> it was like budget Beverly Hill Cop music. Yeah, there was mm-hmm. a bit as well where the little boy was like, "There a girl that you liked quite early on at the yeah. start." And, nah, he's got a crush, and the dad's like trying to give him a bit of advice, and he says, um, "Oh, I mean, just go up to her and say, hi, how you doing? I like your bike.'" And that's his like advice. I'm like, "What? Like, what kind of line is that to try and chat <laughs> up like a girl?" Your bike. I like your bike. That would get you to jail in 2022. <laughs> by the way, I like your bike. You'd be like, "Fucking on your bike." <laughs> um, aye, because the wee creeps fucking spying on the girl with a telescope. Aye, right, there, man. <laughs> I mean, that's mm-hmm. not his first rodeo, is it? No. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, I've also got down here that it's so hard to, like, comprehend how bad the wee main guy's acting is. Like, mm. see when he's like, I'm eight years in the future? <laughs> it's like they've been like, more facial animation. <laughs> More facial animation. <laughs> well, just, his Sarah, eyes are popping out his fucking head. Sarah Jessica Parker's on yes. Yeah, because I like I'd sort of double taken and was like, is that Sarah Jessica Parker? Before what? the nose job. Mm. But I mean, even that is got a wee bit of creepy undertones to it because mm. so he's supposed to be thirteen in the the film. And the actor's actually thirteen. Twelve, uh, but, Aye. Mm-hmm. Well, I looked up the actor and he was 13, but so he's supposed to be oh, 12. Aye, um, in the film, aye. Yeah, and then you've got Sarah Jessica Parker, who's 21, and she starts giving him the come on. <laughs> I quite like you, you're quite cute. And she's got her hand in his shoulder, and I'm like, right, Rapey, come on. Right? I know it's the 80s, but... <laughs> Just because he's been away for eight the years. The 80s, rape was okay in the 80s. <laughs> it was okay in the 80s. It's a bit more acceptable. I mean, I'm sure that there's plenty of 12-year-olds that would be quite happy for Sarah Jessica Parker to prop up. Love it. Aye. But it was just, she had her hand on his shoulder and she was like, you know, you're kind of cute or something like that. And I was like, mm. Oh, she is making a comeback in Hocus Pocus 2, which comes out at the end of the month, which oh. I'm excited about. Oh, really? Yeah. What was the first one? Am I thinking the same? Hocus Pocus. I'm right, Bette, I'm very good. Bette Midler and... Well, I don't know the other one, actually. Yeah, when, when, she's Winnie in the thing, uh, isn't she? But I don't know her actual name. Ah, see, I think I was thinking of Matilda there. I think I've, I must have seen Hocus Pocus. Well. Surely you've seen Hocus Pocus. Uh, I do tend to avoid a lot of shite. Like, I've got a high bar for what I watch. I'm sure you do. <laughs> He's laughing at me. Apparently this film, like I read in the trivia, it's got something to do, it's the first proper use of CGI. In a, in a film. Oh, right. Like a full five years before uh, Terminator that kind of revolutionised CGI at the time. Yeah, was this just with the, like, the steps? I was going to the... say the steps bit. I was like, oh, yeah. this is suspect. Like, <laughs> But that did look CGI, yeah. like when the steps yeah. came down for the thing. Aye, aye. 
don't there know was, about that. There was something about off as well. Like you obviously get away with it because it's a fucking alien spacecraft. But see, when you saw the alien ship from the outside, you were like, right, it's not very big. It was bigger inside, wasn't it? See, when he was inside it, it seemed yeah, bigger. Aye, because it changed shape as well. Mm. Remember, it changed to be a bit more to go faster. And it went faster. Mm. And it's an actual like not that one's not an actual thing, but the the normal shape of it was an actual prop. Right. I mean, it, that wasn't like all. Ah, so it was actually CG. made. It was actually made. Aye. Well, I think they found it. They didn't make it purposely. They found it and then went, oh, that would be good for this purpose. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Or was it maybe used in a previous a film prop, or something? It was a prop in like, Universal Studios or something like that. That's pretty cool. Um... It's also the second film released under Disney con- to contain profanity. Mm-hmm. How dare they? I don't actually know what you said. What about underage sexual advantage, well, advances? Was Disney yeah. pretty big in that? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think it was weird. So see when he decides he's going to get on the spacecraft, like mm. fair enough, he sneaks out. Uh, the, yeah. al- the aliens obviously found a way for him to sneak out of the room. Those two guards are idiots, that's fine. But he then makes his way across and he gets to the spacecraft. There's not a single fucking security guard in that building. <laughs> like... <laughs> You've just found proof of alien life. You'd have at least fucking Fred for fucking accounting looking after it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, someday. But the alarm goes off and everybody has to run for the door. other side of the complex to fucking see him. It was a bit weird. But, I mean, it, it made for the, the film. Mm-hmm. And uh, the one bit I did find genuinely funny was when the alien starts mooing at the cows. Like, the cow, like, moos, and the alien's just like, back at them as if it's trying to communicate. I thought that was quite good. I, I didn't think it was terrible. It was all right. Oh, that, was fine. that was fine. Even though I don't know that I've ever seen it before, it still kind of felt nostalgic, and I think it's mm. because I don't, I can't picture, or I can't point to exactly what it is, but there's something nostalgic just in general about 80s films. You can always yeah. tell if a film was made in the 80s. And I think a lot of it is that jazz music because mm-hmm. it was fucking and everything. Aye. It was always a wee somebody with a flute playing something. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, but you can you can tell when it's like made in the 80s. It's got a certain vibe to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even though I'm not sure I've ever seen it before, it felt nostalgic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's weird. I just think I'm nostalgic for that time. Yeah, even though I was like a fucking fetus. I think... I got it from, because I remember when I was younger, we had a guy that came round to our street and he sold VHSs at the boot of his car. Of course. And my dad would always let me buy two. Because it was like something like, say, two for a fiver or something like that. And my dad would get something and then he would let me get something. And uh, all I would be able to go by really is the... Pictures, the aye, the front cover. Aye, it's and not you could IMDb it. Aye, and the picture in the box looked cool as fuck because he's just in, and I think he's on the chair, and he's like that, and it's just like, and then the back looked cool. And I just thought, and I think I just watched it a few times because I think back then you don't have as much to do as you do aye. now, so you probably watch films a bit more than kids do now. Oh my god! I mean, I remember when I was young, like I rented Speed, the mm. first Speed film. I watched it back to back three times the first time I got it. Like, I remember it being a Saturday and I watched it and I was like, that was fucking excellent. Watched it again. And then I watched it again. Three, three times. I mean, it is a fucking excellent film. film. But three times in the one day. I was just like, fuck it, this is great. It's a shame the sequel was terrible. Aye, aye. 
Yeah, it really was. So what are you getting else to say about it? Or no, gonna, that's me. That's me. Pie it. Yep. I'd go three pies. Three. Yes, I'm going to rate this one three scotch oh, pies. I'm going to go three as well, actually. I thought it was quite decent. Not bad. What about the lesser and lesser our unis? Did folk actually watch this face? I think some did. I, got, I did get feedback from someone, but I fucking lost it. I meant to include it. I'm trying to think who it was. It was through the website. Somebody said, I think it was just that they said that, like, I'm sure they said something like they had nostalgia for it, but I, if, it, if it wasn't for that, like, they mm. would think it was dreadful, but yeah. the nostalgia got it through them. But I forgot, I forgot to include it. Yeah, so 40%, which is the most, gave it two. Okay. Highs. 28% gave it three. 19 gave it four. 9% gave it one. And 4% gave it five. So. Mm. Two and three for the most. Yes. An average film, it's it pretty much is, I suppose, isn't it? Aye, definitely. I think it, nostalgia does carry it, but yeah. Mm-hmm. So next week, our pick is a film called Hard Target, which is a 1993 Jean-Claude Van Damme film. Big Jean-Claude. So, yeah, give it a watch. Tell us your thoughts. Tell us your pies. Yep. I'm looking forward to watching some more Jean-Claude. As while since I've seen one of these films. I was going to say, I've not watched them in a while. I'm (laughs) actually looking forward to it. I don't know if I've seen any. Oh, you definitely have. I was was literally debating in my head two minutes ago there whether I'm going to watch the new Thor film or Hard Target. (laughs) 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 Which shouldn't be a debate. (laughs) You know what I mean? I should be watching the new Thor film. But in my head, I'm like, I could watch Hard Target. <laughs> well, luckily you've got a week. Yeah, I know. That's true. Okay, before we wrap things up for this week, then we always like to leave you with a pick of the week, which is our suggestion. Sometimes it's your suggestion if we put it out to a vote of what you should pick up and play in the next week. So, Craig, do us the honours and tell us what the pick of the week is. Pick of the week. Pick of the week. Pack of the week, pack of the week, pack of the week, pack of the week. Yep, so there's a few games that are coming out this week. You've got Steel Rising, which has been getting some good reviews. It's like a Souls-like style game. NBA 2K23 is out as well. It always does fairly well. Although, if you are downloading that, you'll need maybe an extra hard drive because apparently it's 143 gig. So that's going to... That's Fucking that's going to take up a lot of your fucking space. Uh, Train Sim World 3 is out as well. It's on Game Pass. Not my kind of thing, but I know a lot of folk like it. Um, but the one we're going to go for is a game I'm not even going to play, but it, the reviews come out today. It's getting scored really highly. It's Splatoon 3 for the Switch. It's like a... Platoon? Splatoon 3. Splatoon. It's like basically like Nintendo's sort of kiddie version of an FPS. Right. I've never played any of them. Like uh, That's me gleaming that from the very little that I've seen but it's mm-hmm. getting high scores like it's it's seemingly a very good game uh, and I feel like we don't give Nintendo enough love and I've certainly not added to that by saying I know fuck all about this game but <laughs> it's getting it's got like an 86 in Metacritic you know or an, 80, or an 84 or something like that it's doing really well and it's one of Nintendo's biggest games from now to the end of the year you're talking that Pokemon mm-hmm. they've not really got that much coming so mm-hmm. yep check out Splatoon 3 and other games, if you so desire. Okay. 
Well, yeah, that's it. Thanks for listening if you made it to the end and we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you've got any feedback, comments, questions, you can get in touch via Twitter, Discord or via the puredeadgaming.com website, which is where you'll find all the written reviews, podcast notes and everything else Pure Dead Gaming. And yeah, we'll be back next Thursday with another episode. Goodbye. Thursday. Next Thursday. Mm-hmm. That's when it releases. Well, yep, yep. Ignore me. <laughs> <laughs> now you're thinking, fuck, I need to come on Thursday. <laughs> yeah, bye-bye. Bye. bye.